Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are reading the Wikipedia page for Neil deGrasse Tyson. This is a series that um, a listener actually coined the term and I've uh, been using it ever since. Uh, we call it ASM articles. Basically we just pick a person, place, topic, um, event, whatever it may be, and we read about it. And this is to learn something new together, discover the world around us a little bit uh, in a little bit more depth. And for some of you, just listening to my boring voice will get you to fall asleep uh, or relax or maybe focus. You know, you're so you want to tune out my voice so much that it just forces you to do that chemistry homework you have. So, whatever it does for you. It works for me. So let's get into it. Obviously before, well, before getting into it, Neil deGrasse Tyson understandably has a huge Wikipedia page. So I'll probably be uh, snipping out some parts just to make this episode a little bit more palatable. But let's jump into it. Neil deGrasse Tyson, born October 5th, 1958, is an American astrophysicist physicist, author, and science communicator. I was going to say commentator, but no, it is science communicator. Since 1996, he has been the Frederick P. Rose director of the Hayden Planetarium at the Rose Center for Earth and Space in New York City. The center is part of the American Museum of Natural History, where Tyson founded the Department of Astrophysics in 97 and has been a research associate in the department since 03. Tyson studied at Harvard University, the University of Texas at Austin, and Columbia University. From 1991 to 1994, he was a postdoctoral research associate at Princeton. This guy's been everywhere. He's been at the top. In 1994, he joined the Hayden Planetarium as a staff scientist and the Princeton faculty as a visiting research scientist and lecturer. In 1996, he became director for the planetarium and oversaw its $210 million reconstruction project, which was completed in 2000. From 1995 to 2005, Tyson wrote monthly essays in the Universe column for Natural History magazine, some of which were later published in his books Death by Black Hole, 2007, and Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, 2017. During the same period, he wrote a monthly column in Star, in Star Date magazine, answering questions about the universe under the pen name Merlin. Uh, where am I? Material from the column appeared in his books Merlin's Tour of the Universe in 98 and Just Visiting This Planet, also 1998. Tyson served on a 2001 government commission on the future of the U.S aerospace industry, and on the 2004 Moon, Mars, and Beyond Commission. He was awarded the NASA Distinguished Public Service Medal in the same year. From 2006 to 2011, he hosted the television show Nova Science Now on PBS. Since 2009, Tyson hosted the weekly podcast Star Talk, a spinoff also called Star Talk began airing on National Geographic in 2015. In 2014, he hosted the television series Cosmos, A Personal Voyage. Excuse me, 
Cosmos, a space-time odyssey, a successor to Carl Sagan's 1980 series Cosmos, a personal voyage. The U.S. National Academy of Science Award Tyson the Public Welfare Medal in 2015 for his, quote, extraordinary role in exciting the public about the wonders of science, end quote. Early life. Tyson was born in Manhattan as the second of three children into a family living in the Bronx. His mother, Sunchita Maria Tyson, was a gerontologist for the U.S. Department of Health, Education, and Welfare, and is of Puerto Rican descent. His African-American father, Cyril deGrasse Tyson, was a sociologist, human resource commissioner for New York City Mayor John Lindsay, and the first director of Harlem Youth Opportunities Unlimited. Tyson had two siblings, Stephen Joseph Tyson and Lynn Antipas Tyson. Tyson's middle name, DeGrasse, is the maiden name of his paternal grandmother, who was born as Altima DeGrasse, uh, who was born in the British West Indies island of Nevis. Nevis, I'm not trying to say that. Tyson grew up in the Castle Hill neighborhood of the Bronx and later in Riverdale. From kindergarten throughout high school, Tyson attended public schools in the Bronx, uh, PS 36, PS 81, the Riverdale Kingsbridge Academy, then called PS 144, I guess public school, and the Bronx High School of Sciences, where he was captain of the wrestling team and editor-in-chief of the Physical Science Journal. His interest in astronomy began at the age of nine after visiting the Sky Theater of the Hayden Planetarium. He recalled that, so strong was that fact, the universe called me. Sorry, I skipped an entire line. So strong was that imprint of the night sky that I'm certain that I had no choice in the matter that, in fact, the universe called me. During high school, Tyson attended astronomy courses offered by the Hayden Planetarium, which he called, quote, the most formulative period, end quote, of his life. He credited Dr. Mark Chartrand III, director of the planetarium at the time, as his, quote, first intellectual role model, end quote. And his enthusiastic teaching style, mixed with humor, inspired Tyson to communicate the universe to others the way he did. Tyson obsessively studied astronomy in his teen years, and eventually even gained some fame in the astronomy community by giving lectures on the subject at the age of 15. Astronomer Carl Sagan who was a faculty member at Cornell University, tried to recruit Tyson to Cornell for undergraduate studies. In his book, The Sky is Not the Limit, Tyson wrote, My letter of application had been dripping with an interest in the universe. The admission office, unbeknownst to me, had forwarded my application to Carl Sagan's attention. Within weeks, I received a personal letter. Tyson revisited this moment on his first episode of Cosmos, a space-time odyssey. Pulling out a 1975 calendar belonging to the famous astronomer, he found the day Sagan invited the 17-year-old to spend a day in Ithaca. Sagan had offered to put him up for the night if his bus back to the Bronx did not come. Tyson said, quote, I already knew I wanted to become a scientist, but that afternoon I learned from Carl the kind of person I wanted to become, end quote. Tyson chose to attend Harvard, where he majored in physics and lived in Courier House. He was a member of the crew team during his freshman year, but returned to wrestling, lettering in his senior year. 
He was also active in dance in styles including jazz, ballet, Afro-Caribbean, and Latin ballroom. This guy does it all, man. Tyson earned an A.B. degree in physics at Harvard College in 1980 and then began his graduate work at the University of Texas at Austin, from which he received an M.A. degree, a master's, um, in astronomy in 1983. By his own account, he did not spend as much time in the research lab as he should have. His professors, his professors encouraged him to consider alternate careers, and the committee for his doctoral dissertation was dissolved, ending his pursuit of a doctorate from the University of Texas. Tyson was a lecturer in astronomy at the University of Maryland from 1986 to 1987, and in 1988 he was accepted into the astronomy graduate program at Columbia University, where he earned a uh, master's in philosophy, MPhil, I'm not sure, degree in astrophysics in 1989, and a PhD degree in astrophysics in 1991 under the supervision of Professor R. Michael Rich. Rich obtained funding to support Tyson's doctoral research from NASA and the ARCS Foundation, enabling Tyson to attend international meetings in Italy, Switzerland, Chile, and South Africa, and to hire students to help him with data reduction. In the course of his thesis work, he observed using the .91M telescope at the Ciro Tololo Inter-American Observatory in Chile, where he obtained images for the Galang slash Tololo supernova survey, helping to further their work in establishing type IA supernovae as standard candles. Sorry, this all goes above my head. This is like, I admire deGrasse Tyson, but I'm not very well versed in astrophysics. These papers uh, comprise part of the discovery parts of the use of type IA supernova to measure distances, which led to an improved measurement of the Hubble constant and discovery of dark energy in 98. During his thesis at during his thesis research at Columbia University, Tyson became acquainted with Professor David Spurgle at Princeton University who visited Columbia University in the course of collaborating with his thesis advisor on the galactic bulge typically found in spiral galaxies. Career Tyson's research had focused on observations in cosmology, stellar evolution, galactic astronomy, bulges, and stellar formation. He has held numerous positions at institutions including the University of Maryland, Princeton University, the American Museum of Natural History, and the Hayden Planetarium. In 94, Tyson joined the Hayden Planetarium as a staff scientist while he was a research affiliate in Princeton. He became acting director of the planetarium in June 95 and was appointed director a year later. A year later. As director, he oversaw the planetarium's $210 million reconstruction project, which was completed in 2000. Upon being asked for his thoughts on becoming director, Tyson said, quote, When I was a kid, there were scientists and educators on the staff at the Hayden Planetarium who invested their time and energy in my enlightenment, and I've never forgotten that. And to end up back there 
as its director, I feel this deep sense of duty that I serve in the same capacity for people who come through the facility today the, that others serve for me. Tyson has written a number of popular books on astronomy. In 95, he began to write The Universe, column for Natural History magazine. In a column, he authored a special edition of the magazine called City of Stars. In 2002, Tyson popularized the term Manhattanhenge Manhattan to describe the two days annually on which the evening sun aligns with the street grid of Manhattan, making the sunset visible along the unobstructed side streets. He had coined the term in 96, inspired by how the phenomenon recalls the sun's solstice alignment with the Stonehenge Monument in England. Tyson's column also influences work as a professor with the Great Courses. In 2001, U.S. President George W. Bush appointed Tyson to serve on the Commission on the Future of the U.S. Aerospace Industry, and in 2004 to serve on the President's Commission on Implementation of U.S. Space Exploration Policy, the, late, the latter of which, the latter being better known as the Moon, Mars, and Beyond Commission. Soon afterwards, he was awarded the National NASA Distinguished Public Service Medal, the highest civilian honor bestowed by NASA. In 2004, Tyson hosted the four-part Origins miniseries of the PBS Nova series and, with Donald Goldsmith, co-authored the companion volume for the series, Origins, 14 Billion Years of Cosmic Evolution. He again collaborated with Goldsmith as a narrator of the documentary of the documentary documentary 400 years of the telescope which premiered on pbs in april 2009 as director of the hayden planetarium tyson bucked traditional thinking in order to keep pluto from being referred to as a ninth planet and exhibits at the center tyson had explained that he wanted to look at commonalities between objects grouping the terrestrial planets together the gas giants together and pluto with like objects um and to get away from simply counting the planets. He has stated on the Colbert Report, The Daily Show, and BBC Horizon that the decision has resulted in large amounts of hate mail, much of it from children. In 2006, the International Astronomical Union, IAU, confirmed the assessments by changing Pluto to the dwarf planet classification. Tyson recounted the heated online debate on the Cambridge Conference Network a widely read UK-based internet chat group following Benny Pager's renewed call for reclassification of Pluto's status. Pager's entry, in which he posted articles from the AP and the Boston Globe, spawned from the New York Times article entitled, Pluto's Not a Planet, Only in New York. Tyson has been vice president, president, and chairman of the board of the Planetary Society. He was also the host of the PBS program Nova Science Now until 2011. He attended and was a speaker at the Beyond Belief, Science, Religion, Reason, and Survival Synopsium in November 06. In 07, Tyson was chosen to be a regular on the History Channel's popular series, The Universe. In May 2009, Tyson launched a one-hour radio talk show called Star Talk, which he co-hosted with comedian Lynn Koplitz. The show was syndicated on Sunday afternoons on KTLK AM in L.A., and WHFS in Washington, D.C. The show lasted for 13 weeks but was resurrected in December 2010 and then co-hosted with comedians Chuck Nice and Leanne Lord instead of Coplitz. 
Guests range from colleagues in science to celebrities, such as GZA, Will Wheaton, Sarah Silverman, and Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. The show is available via the internet through a live stream or in the form of a podcast. In 2012, Tyson announced that he would appear in a YouTube series based on his radio show, Star Talk. A premiere date for the show has not been announced, but it will be distributed on the Nerdist YouTube channel. Um, on February 28, 2014, Tyson was a celebrity guest at the White House Student Film Festival. In 2014, he helped revive Carl Sagan's Cosmos, a personal voice television series presenting Cosmos, a Spice Time Odyssey on both Fox and the National Geographic channels. On April 20th, 2015, he began hosting a late-night talk show entitled Star Talk on the National Geographic channel, where Tyson interviews pop culture celebrities and asks them about, and asks them about their life experiences with science. Tyson is a co-develop is co-developing a sandbox video game with Whatnot Entertainment. Neil deGrasse Tyson presents Space Odyssey, which aims to help provide players with a realistic simulation of, of developing a space-faring culture, incorporating educational materials about space and technology. The game is anticipated for release in 2018. The game, I guess, presumably is already out by the time I'm reading this, but I have not checked. Where am I? So now we move on to views, starting with spirituality. A most important feature is the analysis of the information that comes your way, and that's what I don't see enough of in this world. There's a level of gullibility that leaves people susceptible to being taken advantage of. I see science literacy as a kind of vaccine against charlatans who would try to exploit your ignorance. Neil deGrasse Tyson from a transcript of an interview by Roger Bingham on the Science Network. Tyson has written and broadcast extensively about his views of science, spirituality, and the spirituality of science, including the essays The Perimeter of Ignorance and Holy Wars, both appearing in Natural History Magazine and the 2006 Beyond Belief Workshop. In an interview with comedian Paul Mercurio, Tyson offered his definition of spirituality, quote, For me, when I say spiritual, I'm referring to a feeling you would have that connects you to the universe in a way that it may defy simple vocabulary. We think about the universe as an intellectual playground, which it surely is. But the moment you learn something that touches an emotion rather than just something intellectual, I will call it a spiritual encounter with the universe. Tyson has argued that many great historical scientists' belief in intelligent design limited their scientific inquiries to the detriment of the advance of scientific knowledge. When asked during a... Uh, where am I? When asked during a question session at the University of Buffalo if he believed in a higher power, Tyson responded, quote, every, every account of a higher power that I've seen described of all religions that I've seen include many statements with regard to the benevolence of that power. When I look at the universe and all the ways the universe wants to kill us, I find it hard to reconcile that with statements of beneficence. In an interview with Big Think, Tyson said, so what people are really after is what is my stance on religion or spirituality or God. And I would say, if I find a word that came close, it would be agnostic. At the end of the day, I'd rather not be any category at all. Additionally, in the same interview with Big Think, Tyson mentioned that he edited Wikipedia's entry on him to include the fact 
that he is an agnostic. I'm constantly claimed by atheist. Uh, I find this intriguing. In fact, on my wiki page, I didn't create the wiki page. Others did. And I'm flattered that people care enough about my life to assemble it. And it said, Neil deGrasse Tyson is an atheist. I said, well, that's not really true. I said, Tyson is an agnostic. I went back a week later uh, and it had been rewritten. And I said, Neil deGrasse Tyson is an atheist. Again, within a week. And I said, what's up with that? So I said, this is obviously him, a transcript of him during an interview. Transcription. Um, I said, what's up with that? So I said, all right, I have to word it a little differently. So I said, okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson, widely claimed by atheists, is actually an agnostic. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to go down a little bit. See what else I can find. Kind of give a... Because we're coming up on time here. So I want to see if... Maybe we can touch on another aspect of his life. Let's do maybe... Uh, media appearances. As a science communicator, Tyson regularly appears on television, radio, and various other media outlets. He's been a regular guest on the Colbert Report, and host Stephen Colbert refers to him in his com comedic book, I Am America, and So Can You. Noting in his chapter on scientists that most scientists are decent, well-intentioned people, but presumably tongue-in-cheek, that Neil deGrasse Tyson is an absolute monster. He has appeared numerous times on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. He has made appearances on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, and The Rachel Maddow Show. He served as one of the central interviewees on the various episodes of the History Channel Science Program, The Universe. Tyson participated on the NPR Radio Quiz Program, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, in 2007 and 2015. He has appeared several times on Real Time with Bill Maher, and he was also featured on an episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire as the Ask the Expert lifeline. Cool. Tyson has been featured as a guest interviewee on the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, Radio Lab, Skeptic, Skepticality, and the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and has been in several of the Symphony of Science videos. Tyson lived near the World Trade Center and was an eyewitness to the September 11, 2001 attacks. He wrote a widely circulated letter on what he saw. Footage he filmed on that day was included in the 2008 documentary film, 102 Minutes That Changed America. In 2007, Tyson was the keynote speaker during the dedication ceremony of Deerfield Academy's new science center, the Koch Center, named for David H. It's probably Koch, actually. C-K-O-C-H. Uh, 59. He emphasized the impact science will have on the 21st century, as well as explaining that investments into science may be costly, but their returns in the form of knowledge gained and peaking interest is invaluable. Tyson made a guest appearance as himself on the episode Brainstorm of Stargate Atlantis alongside Bill Nye in the episode The Apology Insufficiency of the Big Bang Theory. Archive footage of him is used in the film Europa Report Tyson has also made an appearance in the episode of Martha Speaks as himself. Obviously, he's done a bunch of uh, a bunch of media. Let's conclude here with 
uh, personal life and then we'll do some of his recognitions personal life Tyson lives in lower Manhattan with his wife Alice Young they have two children Miranda and Travis uh, Tyson met his wife in a physics class at the University of Texas at Austin they married in 1988 and named their first child Miranda after the smallest of Uranus's five major moons Tyson is a wine enthusiast whose collection was featured on the May 2000 issue of the Wine Spectator and the Spring 2005 issue of the World of Fine Wine. Let's do awards and honors and honorary doctorates, all that jazz. So, recognitions. 2001, Medal of Excellence, Columbia University, New York City. 2004, NASA Distinguished Public Service Medal. 2005, Science Writing Award. 2007, Klopstag Memorial Award winner. 2009, Douglas S. Morrow Public Outreach Award from the Space Foundation for the Significant Contributions to Public Awareness of Space Programs. 2014, Dunlap Prize. 2014, Critics' Choice Television Award for Best Reality Show Host. 2015 Public Welfare Medal from the National Academy of Sciences. 2017 Hubbard Medal, National Geographic Society. 2017 Stephen Hawking Medal for Science Communication, Starmus. 2017 Grammy Award for the Best Spoken Word Album, nomination for Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Honors. 2000 Sexiest Astrophysicist Alive, People Magazine. <laughs> 2001, asteroid named 13123 Tyson, renamed from asteroid 1994 KA by the International Astronomical Union. 2001, the Tech 100, voted by editors of Cranes magazine to be among the 100 most influential technology leaders in New York. 2007, the Time 100, voted by the editors of Time magazine as one of the 100 most influential persons in the world. 2008, Discover Magazine selected him as one of the 10 most influential, influential people in science. Honorary Doctorates 1997, New York College, City University of New York 2000, Rempo College, Mawa, New Jersey 2000, Dominican College, Orangeburg, New York 2001, University of Richmond, Richmond, Virginia 2002, Bloomfield College, Bloomfield, New Jersey 2003, Northeastern University, Boston, Massachusetts. 2004, College of Staten Island, City University of New York. 2006, Pace University, New York City. 2007, Williams College, Williamstown, Massachusetts. 2007, Worcester Polytechnic Institute, Worcester, Massachusetts. 2008, University of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 2010, University of Alabama in Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. <clears throat> 2010, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, Troy, New York. 2010, Eastern Connecticut State University, Wilmantic, Connecticut. 2011, Gettysburg College, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. 2012, Mount Holyoke College, South Hadley, Massachusetts. 2012, Western New England University, Springfield, Massachusetts. 2015, University of Massachusetts, Amherst, Amherst, Massachusetts. 
2017 Baruch College, New York, New York, and 2018 Yale University, New Haven, Connecticut. So that was Neil deGrasse Tyson. Again, obviously a massive Wikipedia page. Um, I covered a fair bit of it. So you should be asleep by now. Or maybe you're so inspired to become an astrophysicist that, you know, Neil deGrasse's Tyson, I was simply a conduit between you and Neil deGrasse's Tyson work. And maybe now that inspires you to go and do great things. That's awesome. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can email the show. Hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can check out the show notes uh, for any relevant links, uh, including our tip jar to help the podcast keep going, as well as help us improve some of the hardware that we've already had. I've already had this one for like four years. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.